0: You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here You are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Hey, Hope Keepers. Welcome to this week's episode. I hope you had a wonderful Easter weekend filled with lots of love and memories with your family. Remembering the reason behind it all is that he is risen. He loves you. He is risen. And we have victory because of what he did for us on the cross. Um, And Easter is a wonderful time to remember that. So hopefully you had a great holiday. I am super excited for us to jump into today's episode because this is something that I have personally struggled with and battled and worked through. And I know that this topic, which we'll get to here in a second, might not be terribly relatable and resonate with every single person hearing it, but if even one heart that needs to hear these words hears it and is encouraged by it, it makes all of this worth it. When we talk about our ministry, right, when we are creating these podcast episodes, when we are creating our posts for Homefront Hero Ministries pages on Facebook and Instagram, we always say that we are writing to One girl, our girl, you. And so if only one heart hears and is encouraged through what we've shared, it is so worth it because that is the way that God loves us, right? He leaves behind the 99 sheep to go after the one that's in need, that's in trouble, that has lost its way. And so for us here through this ministry, one of our greatest goals is sure, to encourage the masses as much as we are able to, but to really hone in on the one who needs what God wants to share to her. And we always pray that God will hide us behind his cross, that we will not be heard, that we will not be seen, but that simply he will. That through hearing what we have to say, through reading what we write, that you will see Him, that you will hear Him. And if that is accomplished, it gives me chills to think about. It is so glorious and so wonderful and so worth all of the effort that goes into making these posts and making these podcast episodes. So having said that, I know that I have battled with this topic that I'm about to share, and Oftentimes in military life, we find ourselves in situations or in seasons of life even where we feel alone, where we feel like we might be the only one in the world battling X, Y, or Z or struggling with X, Y, or Z. And we want you to know that you are not alone. So hopefully through me sharing what I am about to, it will help you know if you are in this place of battling this, of feeling this way, that you know with complete certainty that you are not alone in what you're going through and that there is always hope to be found on your home front, okay? So that was like a big woo-woo pep talk I feel like I had to give before we get started on this, but... If you go over to my personal Instagram page, which is Tay underscore Blackburn, I shared a post, which I'm going to just read because I feel like it's going to be the simplest way to break this down. Um, I'm going to read it, and then we are going to unpack this a little bit further. So here is what I posted, uh, a cute picture of my husband and son walking down the stairs of our apartment, and, and this is what I typed up. It's the small things. That always feel so big when he's not around. Like his help holding our son's hand down the stairs of our apartment. Such a small thing. I mean, I've managed our three kids solo countless times. But when he's around to help, I realize just how much it means to me. Sometimes as military wives, we get into go, go, go mode, and we build up this impressive and sometimes impenetrable wall of independence that gives us the strength that we need to get through the days when they're not around. And sometimes that independent spirit can bleed over into days when he is around to help. But you've trained yourself to do the impossible so well that you keep on doing all the things because you don't know how to slow down and recognize when it's not actually necessary. And maybe it's just me, but I know that I have battled this. I know that when I saw my husband holding my son's hand down those stairs, I realized that when I refuse to lessen my grip within my home, often well-intended and out of a desire to just keep my home running smoothly, I make things harder on me than they need to be. Plus, I steal precious moments from my husband to get to do all the things that he often can't because he's gone. So military wife reading this, or in your case, hearing it, (laughs) don't be afraid to let your military man step in and step up more when he's home. It's a blessing to you both when you do. Let him take out the trash. Let him clear the table. Let him hold your kids' hands down the stairs. Because you have to do all of those things solo enough. And they don't get to do those things enough. And the only way that things can change on the days when everyone is all in one place is to say enough is enough. Let's all focus on enjoying this time together. So I wrote that because, like I said, I had this glimpse. I just was walking down the stairwell. I turn around and I see my husband holding my son's hand. And I thought, wow, you know, he's home right now. I'm not having to hold my son's hand down the stairs while trying to make sure my other two kids don't run into the road while juggling the diaper bag and the water bottles and whatever else we're carrying for the day, I walked down these stairs and I had help with one of my children and it was such a blessing because I I saw my son look up at his daddy and smile so big and I realized you know, this is a blessing to me to not have to, to uh, do this all by myself, but my husband, when he leaves, when he goes and he's gone for extended amounts of time, he doesn't get to hold our son's hand down the stairs. He doesn't get to do these things with our children. And there is this desire in me to keep my home running smoothly and everything going well. Um, that I often white-knuckle so much in my house. Have you ever been there? Just think for a moment. Evaluate your day and think, have there been times in my day today when I have white-knuckled situations where I have held on so tightly to trying to control different things in my home that I have robbed my husband of The chance or the ability to get to be a part of our home in a way that he might actually be desiring. I didn't realize that sometimes that desire for me to just keep everything going well actually robs him of that opportunity. That me saying, oh, I got it, and me taking out the trash robs him of the opportunity to get to make up for all the times where he wasn't there, but he wanted to be. He wanted to be there and take out the trash for me. You know, this independency that we often, we build up in military life, I know that if you are listening to this right now and you are a military wife, you know what I mean when I say that independency is crucial but it can also be crushing. Let that sink in for a moment. Our independency as military wives is absolutely crucial, but if we don't keep it in check, it can actually be crushing because our independence can make us push our spouses away, can make us put them at arm's length and say, oh, I got this, I got this, I got this. And sometimes that can come across as I don't need you. Ooh, I feel like I'm convicting myself right now. (laughs) Oh man, that is not a good thing. That is not something that I ever want to be guilty of doing, but I know that I have so many times. So I guess the, the big thing that I was trying to convey in sharing that post on my social media was that there are many times when we have to do certain things because we don't have a choice, but when they are home, We do have a choice and we have to make the choice to allow them to come alongside us and be that teammate, right? Be that partner in life. And maybe you don't have kids and you don't resonate as much with the holding your son's, you know, your son's hand down the stairs scenario. Um, I'm sure there's a situation of something in your life that is small, that you have taken on because you haven't had the choice, but now he's home and you've been still holding on to it. You've been white knuckling those moments and maybe showing him or conveying to him in an unspoken way. I I got this. I'm good. I'm all good. I don't really need you. But you know what? We always do need them, right? I'm sure there have been many times where I have gone to take out the trash and he's home and I... I got it, right? I'm capable. I'm a strong, independent woman, yet I'm also huffing and puffing in my mind and under my breath that I'm having to take out the trash because I'm not um, presenting the opportunity through asking him to help me. You know, it's kind of like like when uh, they say that, you know, ask your husband to help you open a jar that's hard to open. Now, there are many times, I don't know what it is about jars, that I sincerely cannot open the dang things. But I always tease him that that's one thing. I will always need you, babe. I will always need you to open the jars. And it's funny because he has actually told me, I love knowing that you need me. I love knowing that something as simple as this jar of pickles that you can't get into you need me. You need my help in order to get it open. And there are many times where we can lift up our husbands. We can support our husbands and and really uplift and encourage them through presenting opportunities to show them how much we do need them. You know, we've been talking about reintegration. We've been doing a little bit of a series about the dynamics of, you know, them coming and them going and, and just how that can really change The atmosphere in your home. It can change things like in your heart. And um, one thing that I know is truly so important is grace and communication. We talked about it last week. Communication is key. It is golden. It is the winning ticket that you would find in a Willy Wonka bar. Okay. Communication and grace is the winning combo. And when they have been gone, like I'm sure I'm I'm sounding like a broken record, but when they've been gone, they've been so used to being on all the time and being told what to do that we should always do this respectfully. But we cannot expect them to just read our minds. My husband and I have had many, uh, I wouldn't say fights, but passionate moments of talking. It a heightened tone to one another <laughs> over him saying, Look, Tay, I can't read your mind. I don't know when you need my help with something, I don't know exactly how you do. Things. I mean, sometimes he'll leave and I'll actually like rearrange rooms and I'll reorganize things and he'll come home to life actually feeling and looking different than when he left it. And to me, that's not a big deal. But I think it was Ashley. um, You've heard her on before the director of content for Homefront Heroes Ministries. She told me once that her husband had left for a deployment and she moved their living room couch. And when he got home, it was kind of like triggering for him. He was ready to be back in his house and excited to be back home where he was comfortable, where he was safe, you know, and Everything looked different, and he insisted that right away they move their couch back like to her, it was no big deal it 's just a couch, and it worked better for their home to function. But for him, he really needed the couch to be back where it was because that in his mind was what he was working so hard to get back to and so there are things like that that we don 't really take into consideration when when dealing with this dynamic of bringing them back home and and working on reintegrating but we have to make sure that we are communicating that we are expressing to them our needs, our wants, our desires. And sometimes, you know, I could ask him, "Hey, do the do the dishes for me, please?" And then he puts everything up in the wrong spot, and then I say, hey, why did you put the bowl over here with the spoons? This doesn't make sense, you know? And he feels a little like, I don't know, I was doing my best and I did it wrong. Um, and so just communicating. The the more we can communicate as wives with grace, with kindness, with compassion and love, the better off we will be. And we just have to understand that they really do have a heart and a desire to help us, to support us, to finally be able to be the husband or the fathers that they have not been able to for weeks or months or even a year, and it takes time for each of us to get our our bearings once more to get used to life being different because whether it's them having been gone and readjusting to having more freedom and being at home, or it's us adjusting to them being home and us not having to do everything all by ourselves all the time, it takes time. We have to show grace to ourselves. We have to show grace to them. And that's the best thing we can do is to focus on Jesus, to focus on on communication and showing grace and compassion and letting them have the opportunity to do the small things because it has such a big impact. So, I guess what I'm going to close us out with is that if you are in a season of your life where you have been feeling alone in battling this independency that you have built up because it's been crucial to your life, just know that you are not alone in that battle. But the best thing that you can do for your military marriage is kick that independency to the curb when it's no longer crucial, okay? When you don't have to be independent, superwoman anymore. Allow him to swoop in and save the day for you in the big things, in the small things. It will make a huge difference because I want to remind you that you have had to do all of it, more than enough, and they have not gotten to do nearly enough. So at the end of the day, you have to say enough is enough and just focus on building your beautiful life together. And that my friend, is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.